As we begin our Thanksgiving series on November is for Thanksgiving, we're going to be listening to some stories about God's provision. The story for today comes from 1 Kings chapter 17, and it's a story about God providing for this widow through his prophet Elijah. Then the Lord said to Elijah, go and live in the village of Zarephath, near the city of Sidon. There's a widow there who will feed you. I have given her my instructions. So he went to Zarephath. As he arrived at the gates of the village, he saw a widow gathering sticks. And he asked her, would you please bring me a cup of water? As she was going to get it, he called to her, and bring me a bite of bread too. But she said, I swear by the Lord your God that I don't have a single piece of bread in the house, and I only have a handful of flour left in the jar and a little cooking oil in the bottom of the jug. I was just gathering a few sticks to cook this last meal, and then my son and I will die. But Elijah said to her, Don't be afraid. Go ahead and cook that last meal, but bake me a little loaf of bread first. Afterward, there will still be enough food for you and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. There will always be plenty of flour and oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and crops grow again. So she did as Elijah said, and she and Elijah and her son continued to eat from her supply of flour and oil for many days. For no matter how much they used, there was always enough left in the containers, just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. The words I want to focus on from that reading are, just as the Lord had promised. As we go through life, it's easy for us to take for granted the things that we have. And as we enter into November, it might be stereotypical for us to focus on gratitude. But it's important for us to remember just how much God gives us. Now, we are all familiar with the idea that God gives us salvation through Jesus. And I don't want to gloss over that fact. In fact, that's why we're taking some time now to acknowledge and remember the gravity and and importance, the value of Jesus as our Savior. God gave us this free gift of salvation through the work of His Son. A, A gift that can't be repaid, a gift that can't be understood, because you and I are deserving of eternal separation from God because of our ongoing sin in life. And yet God chose to send his son into this world to provide for us the opportunity for a relationship with him. A relationship where he mediates between us and our creator. And a relationship where he sends his spirit into our hearts that we might extend that same love to the world around us. Jesus is truly the greatest gift. And we are eternally grateful. And we will be thanking God and singing his praises in heaven in the, ne- in the life to come. But even in the meantime, God gives us plenty of gifts. This short story from the time of Elijah, this ancient Israelite story, where this prophet of God, someone who is called by God to communicate his his easy and his hard lessons to his people, needed to be provided for. His work of sharing the word and message and prophecies of God kept him so busy that he wasn't able to earn for himself a living to provide for himself. So God used his people to provide for his prophet. And this widow in Zarephath uh, was someone who, who seemed to be in great need herself. Someone who didn't have anything to spare. Someone who is looking at her, less, her next meal as her last meal. The meal that would then prepare her and her son for death. And yet God could even use someone in a situation like that to provide for his prophet, but also to provide for their immediate needs. See, God made a promise through Elijah to that widow that no matter what happened, until the rains came back, Israel was experiencing an intense drought, but until the rains came back, he would provide flour and oil for that widow. And in that picture, in that story, we are reminded of just how much God gives you and I as well. We might not be living in Israel at a time of extreme drought. We might be living at a time of relative economic prosperity for most of us. We might know where our next meal and the next meal and the next meal are coming from. 
But the truth is that next meal and next meal and next meal all are coming from God's provision for us. See, God gives us salvation, but he also gives us everything we have in life. And so as we begin this series of gratitude, of being thankful in the season of thanksgiving, as we look ahead to prepare for a time of gathering together with family and friends, to to, to express thankfulness by living out those gifts that we have, we can remember even through a story like this that God gives us everything in our lives. Just like he gave this widow all the, the things that provided for her life prior to the time where she was ready for her last meal, she also gave her this interaction with God's prophet and she gave, and God gave her the, the, the flour and oil needed to continue providing for her and her son in the days, weeks, months, and years to come. You and I live at a time where it's easy to take things for granted. And I, and I say this a lot in my messages, but the truth is our paychecks have our names on them. Our, our, our property taxes are connected to our identities. You and I have so many things connected to our names and our livelihoods and our identities that it's easy to think that all of these things in our life are a result of our hard work, our decisions, our work ethic. But the reality is we wouldn't even have the chance at having those gifts in life if God hadn't opened the door for us, if God doesn't shower his mercy upon us, if God doesn't give us these free gifts of daily living along with uh, the rest of the world. See, God's gift of provision each day are not something reserved for his people. But because he, he loved and created the world to function in this way, he, he pours rain out on the people that know him and the people that don't know him. God's, God's grace extends in this provisional way to everyone that lives on earth. And so though there are people in great need and people in great prosperity, God provides for each of them. And then he continues to be at work in his people, just like he provided for his prophet Elijah through this widow in Zarephath. So also he uses you and I who might be experiencing prosperity to provide for the poor, to provide for people in great need. You and I each have a part to play in God's provision in the world. And yet, though we struggle with that same uh, selfishness, that same uh, pride in thinking that the things we have in our life are our own, so also we struggle with that generosity to be, to be sharing with those things. Whether it's our financial prosperity, the food that we have, the time that we are allotted, the skills that we have been given, we oftentimes don't want to live a life of generosity and care. You could even hear that in what the widow said in the reading from today. She said, all I have is enough for one meal and we're going to eat this and then we're going to die. But God even called her into a generous spirit then. And, and the prophet said, bake me a, a bread first, but know that God's going to provide more than enough for you in the days, weeks, and years to come. So also we must harness that spirit of generosity. God has given us so much, yes, in salvation through his son, but so much also in our daily living. We receive from him uh, day in and day out, life, breath, light from the sun, food on the table, relationships that we can enjoy. How can we harness that same uh, that same attitude of receiving those gifts from God that we might pour them out for others as well. As this season of Thanksgiving is just underway and we spend these next few weeks reflecting on God's great gifts for us, I want to encourage you to remember that just as you receive much, so also you are called to give much in that generosity and grateful spirit. How can you be grateful and generous this week?